Welcome to Financial Fridays. I'm Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Each episode is an excerpt from my radio show, The Financial Focus, where we answer questions from our listeners. Our goal is to help you increase your financial knowledge through these conversations of 10 minutes or less. Uh, Hi, Bob. I can never get a straight answer as to whether or not annuities are a good thing. Can you talk about the pros and cons? Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any financial vehicle that people complain and talk about more or what have you than annuities. And so before we get into it, right, as we know, all financial vehicles, um, you have to look at your own personal situation to see if they are right for you. So you can't make a blanket statement that says annuities are good or annuities are, or, or, or annuities bad. You've got to really take a close look at these things. And the other issue um, is there's many different types of annuities, okay? There's the single premium annuity, John, where you write a check or give a, an insurance company a bunch of money, and in turn for that money, they give you a monthly check back that you can never outlive, so you give them a hundred grand, they give you a thousand bucks a month for as long as you live. Now, if you only live three months, you got the short end of the stick. Yep. But if you live to 120, you made out very well. That's only one type of an annuity. And, you know, they have a time and place. Um, they're not right for everybody, but for some people they are. Uh, if you talk to an insurance agent that sells annuities, Annuities are pretty much the panacea that'll, you know, that'll cure just about anything. If you talk to, to financial advisors like myself, we tell you it's situationally dependent uh, based on an individual's needs. Second type of annuity, John, is a, like a, uh, uh, a deferred annuity where you take a chunk of money, you put it in an annuity, and it sits there until you decide you want to take it out. And it can be vested, invested in a number of different ways. It could be a fixed annuity that's tied to a guaranteed rate of return similar to a CD, or the money can be invested into something similar to mutual funds, okay? And the benefit is the money in these types of accounts grow tax-deferred. What are the downsides? Well, if annuities are like CDs, when you look at CDs, if you pull money out of a CD, let's say you got a five-year CD and... You know, you pull you pull some money out a year after getting into the CD. The bank will hit you with, I think, it's pretty typical, like a three-month charge on interest. Right. Right? Uh, and annuity is a little bit different than that, where the, the surrender penalties, the early surrender penalties can be draconian. That's usually where the, uh, the problems come in with annuities. When you hear people complaining about annuities, they complain about the steep surrender penalty. Um, and how long that surrender penalty can last. Right. So you, you, I've seen annuities with 10-year surrender penalties on them. So you've got to be very, very careful with annuities because they can be a good thing for you, but by the same token, they can be your worst nightmare. Right. Um, and the, I think the, the, the real problem with annuities is they have typically been sold by commission-based salespeople. And so there's a, an incentive to sell these things in situations where they're not appropriate. Um, and so, uh, unfortunately, I see that happen quite a bit. And I try to, you know, help clients out, get out of these things um, without, you know, completely taking it on the chin. 
But that's not to say they don't they, they can't fill an important role in a portfolio. You just have to be careful on how you're using them. Right. Like you said, Bob, it's a time and place for everything. Certain clients, they might be a perfect fit. There's a lot of clients where they won't be. And that, you know, you talk about the surrender penalties. That's why you have such a, a more complicated application, right? There's suitability uh, things you have to prove in order to, before they let you sign on to that. Whereas you get a CD at the bank, they'll just take your money and put you in the CD and that's it. Right. But the thing about the, the problem with all the suitability is people have to sign off on that. And people aren't, the, the problem I see, okay, and this is what it boils down to, you get a prospectus on an annuity and a full description, and it's like reading a small novel. I mean, it's just, it is cumbersome to try to figure out. Um, and sometimes, you know, even the most astute financial, you know, financial people can't, don't fully understand some of these annuities and how they work, especially when you start getting into the, uh, the indexes and the, and the various cap strategies and different things that they have. It's incredibly complicated. So when people sign off on these things, they're relying on the person there that are, is recommending the vehicle to be doing their due diligence and doing what's right for them. The problems, as I see it, you know, they, they come in when people, uh, when, when, when people, salespeople recommend these things in unsuitable situations. That's, that's where I see the problems. But as a consumer, I will tell you annuities can be a good thing. But they have to be right in your particular set of circumstances. The gotcha is typically the surrender penalty and the length of the surrender penalty. So it's not uncommon to see something with a 10% surrender in, like, if you purchase an annuity in the first year, you decide you're, you don't really want it and you want to get out of it. They're going to hit you with 10%. Not 10% of the interest, but 10% of the principal. So right. they'll whack you good. That is that's yeah. tough. Right. So well, well, that's why, you know, you you want to make sure that it's the right tool for you. If, if you think that you may need that money prior to the, the thing reaching maturity, then you shouldn't do it, right? That's exactly. What, um, exactly. But there probably are, I'm sure you have clients. I know you use it as a tool in the financial yeah, tool, though, do. once in a while, certain clients, when it fits, uh, where they, they, you know that they're comfortably not going to need that lump sum of money in the five years or whatever the look back period is where you, they know it's going to sit there. And they, they can safely put it in there. But every every situation's unique, Bob. We talk about it all the time on the show. And that's and that's certainly one of them. Yeah, and there's so many different types of annuities out there now, um, especially on the index side, that it's it's mind blowing um to 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 try to keep up with, with all the 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 various derivations of them now. Right. But there you are, know there are a lot. But what's the main appeal, Bob? Is it that you get a higher rate? mostly like versus the bank or the CD. Right. On average, and this doesn't occur all the time, but most of the time you're going to get a higher rate on your money on a 3 or 5 year fixed or fixed annuity than you are from the bank most of the time. So the appeal is you're going to get a higher interest rate. Right. So you mentioned fixed. There are variable annuities too, correct? Oh, yes, there are. There are annuities that aren't guaranteed. Um, like, for example, the indexed annuities, normally in indexed annuities, like, say, an S&P 500 index or what have you, um, you'll get the uh, your the the return is tied to the S&P 500 index or another one. There's a billion different kinds, but let's just use the S&P. It's tied to that index. However, it's capped. 
the insurance company guarantees you can't lose money. So even if, if the S&P dropped 50% in a year, you get a zero rate of return on your money that year. But you don't participate 100% in the upside either. It's capped. So you're going to get a small range within there. Um, but they, that can be a good a good strategy as part of an annuity of a, of a fixed indexed annuity portfolio because you may, over a period of time, end up with a higher rate of return on that if, if the S&P 500 or whatever underlying benchmark does well for a long period of time. So those types of, of, of annuities, they, they, have a, they definitely have a time and a place. But like I said, you really have to look at what's – you have to look at it and ask what's in your best interest. And another thing to consider, and I don't – you know, uh, you, you, if you're going to use annuities, I would suggest using them through a financial planner that's a registered investment advisor that has access to other investments as well – Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, the whole schlemiel. So they can help you determine where they actually fit. Because if you go to a person and the only thing they do is sell annuities, that's what you're going to get. And they're not going to compare and contrast that to other strategies that you might employ utilizing other investments. Right. And so... You know, like I said, uh, and we say this about any every, any type financial tool there is, no matter what it is, there is a time and place for it. The key is, is having the knowledge necessary to determine when it's right for you. Thank you for joining us today on our Financial Fridays podcast. I hope you found the information useful, and if so, feel free to share this podcast with people who may benefit from the topics discussed. Subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridays.com.